Hello and welcome to the Student Council Podcast, an educational advice show made for students and by students where everyone is qualified to talk about their own experiences. I am Carter Dvorak and today I am really, really excited to be joined by the University of Michigan student body president, Noah Zimmerman. How are you, Noah? Thank you so much for coming on today. It is, I am so excited to talk to you. I'm doing really well. I'm very excited to talk to you as well. It is a true honor to be here and on a podcast. Yeah, it was so much fun. It's an honor to be to be talking with you. And I feel like you've, you've already kind of had a lot of great speaking engagements. It's really been cool to, to hear everything you've had to say. So I'm excited to, to hear more of that. Uh, first of all, I'm curious, what have been your favorite five minutes of the past week? Yeah, um, so super simple. But, you know, I don't get to do a lot of social stuff as president. It's just, you know, class plus that. So I saw one of my friends for the first time in a long time, and that was a nice little catch up for, you know, a nice little five minutes. Very cool. That's It's always fun. I like, yeah, bumping into people at U of M. It's something that's always neat to to see and catch up. Happens often. It really does. Yeah, I had, where did you, are you like an in-state, where did you come from before going to U of M? I'm from New York. I'm from Long Island, so about an hour outside the New York City. Oh, wow. So I didn't have a ton of people from my high school come, nine people in my class, like I think there's 15 of us total. I uh, didn't really know people outside the high school. So most of my friends, most of the people I know are just people I've met here. And, you know, it's such a big school. So you get to meet a lot of people. You really do. That's fun. Yeah, I had more people with like, because I'm in in-state. So I came from like, okay. five kids from my high school came. And I've had a lot of like kids prior generations have come. So it's been fun to see them, like people who I haven't seen in three, four years. But yeah. I am really curious, just kind of before we get into everything student body-wise, I just want to hear like, what is your college experience been? You're a senior now. You've had probably a weird college experience all things coronavirus and and whatnot but what has that been for you what are you kind of studying where do you think you'll be going in like a year from now after graduation so yeah um you're definitely right it has been a very strange experience uh covid kind of cut off my freshman year about halfway um a little bit more than halfway um initially was not sure what i was studying it was kind of like a path to figure out what that was going to be um now figured it out doing a double major political science and history minor in writing a very traditional student government focused uh individual but yeah student government has sort of always been a part of my college experience research has always been a part of my college experience and of course like friends and like the whole social fun time um umich is sort of never where i thought i'd end up especially in high school if you ask me that but I've loved every second. Like, I can't picture myself anywhere else. There have, of course, been times where, like, there's the struggles with anxiety, the struggles with stress, imposter syndrome. Like, but that's, like, you know, if you're phrasing it out into a week, it's, like, a Monday out of the seven days. So, you know, Michigan's great. And there's so many avenues of, like, support. There's so many avenues of engagement. And that's what I really love about this school. Um, and so obviously I love it. I'm student body president. So, you know, um, after graduation though, still unsure looking for jobs right now. That's sort of the short term and then long term, it's possible to go to law school. That's the plan right now, but things can always change, you know, looking like a year or two out from graduation. Wow. That is, that is really cool. I like what you said about it's a Monday out of the week. I, that's a really good way of phrasing it that I'd not heard before, but I really like that because I, I think you're right. It definitely, it gets to me too. all the, the anxiety of the transition and everything but it, it is like yeah it's kind of that like this will pass or like this is only a small piece of this whole experience yeah it's a it's a like when you're first coming into school it's a huge transition i know i was not prepared at all like freshman year hit me really hard 
Uh, and then like, even now there are just some times where I'm just not feeling it or just feeling like a little overwhelmed or feeling that like maybe I'm being left out of my friend group, but it's hard to reconcile with the fact that like everyone has these feelings and everyone has these emotions and you have to like sort of take a step back, look backwards, take the outward view and say like, yeah, but most days I have a really great day. And most days I'm like having an awesome time with my friends and having great conversations and doing well in my classes. So just trying to focus on the positive instead of shifting out away um, and trying to like build yourself out of that hole. Yeah, absolutely. Law school, do you think that would be like continuing through U of M or would that be at a different, like a different school? I mean, if I got into U of M, it's a fantastic law program. So that's definitely a consideration. I might want to be a little closer to home or not spend seven years in one place. It's just, you know, looking at where I get into, looking at what uh, I'm sort of doing after graduation, where I am, where I want to be. That's a big consideration when applying for law school is where where are you and what's the job market like coming out of that law school? So it's possible Michigan, um, you know, might look in the Northeast somewhere, be a little bit closer to home, but just kind of figuring that out as it goes along. Totally. Yeah. And another big thing, this is how I you know, first found out about you. You spoke at our convocation as freshman. Um, you are the student yeah. body president. So congratulations on that, first of all. Like, Thank you. I'm really curious, what was that process like? I like, you know, I was high school president, sort of, we kind of had like mm-hmm. a, a like more just in a like a group of four of us leading the class. But like, was that a big thing in your kind of high school career? And then like, how do you how does that process even look like to be student body president of a student body like U of M? And what is that mm-hmm. like? What does your day look like? Yeah, those are two certainly loaded questions. Thank yeah. you for the congratulations, by the way. It's been a time and a half since March. Um, but yeah, I think getting to where I am now uh, was a long, long process. And it wasn't something that I was sure I really wanted to do. Um, I don't think anyone is really sure they want to do it. And if you do, then maybe this is not the right position for you because it's, it's, it's a little daunting. And I think you have to know exactly why you're doing it. In high school, I was involved in student government, but high school student government is just so vastly different than college. Like what we did in high school was like plan homecoming and prom. What we do in college is try to advocate for like meaningful change to the administration. We have a $1.3 million budget. We have like a, I have a staff of about, I want to say like 60 to 80 individuals. Plus we have a 45 member legislate legislature and a nine member judiciary. Like it's, it's a completely different world. Um, I initially started at Michigan student in student government um, with central student government. That's our main body. Uh, it represents all 19 schools and colleges. Each school and college also has an individual student government. Um, but I was, we have a first year internship program and I interned for my president, uh, freshman year. His name was Ben Gerstein. Great guy, great president, great mentor. I still keep in touch with him. Um, and that's really what got me involved. Sophomore year, I sort of took a little bit of time off, took some time to explore all the different options that Michigan had. I joined the Michigan daily, which is our newspaper. I joined some other clubs and, um, like research oriented clubs, but also some like fun stuff too. Like I joined the Michigan club running team the club climbing like it was a great experience but i kind of miss student government and so going into junior year um our elections are in march so you start that march before the academic the next academic year so you serve from like april to march um and i decided to run for our our legislature which is called the assembly representing the college of lsa which is the college that i'm in i really enjoyed my time on the assembly i think i got a lot out of it i learned a lot about how student government works but there were some Something missing for me. I realized that I was a little frustrated with my position and realized that I wasn't getting the things done that I wanted to. There were specific things that I really wanted to get done, 
Um, and so I talked to some past presidents, some friends, some other members of CSG, and sort of around late November, early December, decided that I was probably going to run for president. Reached out to Jackie, who was a friend of mine. Um, we weren't super close, but we had had conversations in the past about sort of the state of campus and the environment and how student government should be really, how we think student government should be focused on direct to student uh, programming and events. Um, and for someone who wasn't really involved in student government on campus, I was very impressed with her. She's also just an insane insanely impressive human being. So decided to run together and the rest is history. So that's kind of how I got here. Um, in terms of a day in the life, that is, again, just I'll try to keep, I know that was long-winded, so I'll try to keep this together. Uh, day usually starts pretty early, 5.45, 6. Um, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, like to, I like to work out. I like a nice relaxing breakfast. So sort of giving myself the time to give myself the day. Um, I'll usually head here. I'm in the CSG office right now. Um, check emails, take care of any like urgent matters that all that I didn't get to the night before. Um, in the mornings, I'll either have some meetings from like eight to like 10. If I don't, I'll be doing some like student government work um, and then go to class. I have class every day at 10. So uh, I am a normal student. I'm taking 16 credits. So like I, I do have to do that. Um, and usually after class, it's going back to the office, trying to do a couple hours of work, taking meetings midday. If I have classes midday, um, I do not recommend this. Like any students listening, do not follow my example. I tried to take classes that I knew would be recorded. And so I watched the recordings on two times speed later on at night. Um, go to class. Do not, <laughs> do not follow my example. But yeah, I'll be doing like CSG work pretty much all day because I need to hit when people are in business hours. Um, and then late afternoon, early evening, go back home, late lunch, try to like unwind a little bit. And then back to the office, coordinating everything for the next day, finishing up any last work that I have for CSG, really trying to plan back home for dinner usually do some homework and research at home try to relax a little bit while i eat or make dinner watching a show like it's really important to just sort of take the burden off of yourself i'll read like getting away from everything for a moment at least once a day um and then usually if i don't have meetings at night i usually do have meetings at night though um i'll just try to hang out with some of my housemates or friends and do some work doing that um, and then after any meetings or while I'm hanging out, just finishing up homework, finishing up CSG work, try to get to sleep by like one, one thirty. And then of course, like things might come up throughout the day. So no day really looks the same. Um, no week looks the same. So texting my cabinet, texting my senior staff, who's myself, my vice president, my chief of staff. Um, and just trying to uh, get everything done. So it's a lot, but it's trying to give as much detail as possible about what the day kind of looks like. Wow. Wow. That is not, I, I don't know what I expected. I don't think I expected, I think I still came in from my like high school president days where I'm like, yeah, you kind of do it, but like, it's chill. That is incredible. Like, no, it's, it's, it's a, a lot of people don't realize coming into even like, I didn't realize coming into the role. I thought it would be like, you know, maybe like 20, 30 hours a week. It's easily like 40 to 60 hours a week on like a average week, maybe a little less on a light week, but sometimes a little more on a heavier week. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that really plunges you into like, you have to have good time management skills. I feel like at that point, right? Like that's a absolutely. And it's all about having a good team too. Like I have a really, yeah. really, really good team behind me. I, like my vice president, as I said, she's just Jackie. He's an amazing human being. I have a great chief of staff who helps run the team. 
Our cabinet is fantastic. That's sort of our, our, our like team heads. Um, we have a great just set of people on our team. Everyone works really well together. Everyone's really good at communicating. Um, and that's really essential. That is sort of like the foundation. I would not be able to do any of the work if I did not have the good people behind me because I, I can't do a lot of the event planning or program planning. I can help guide and I can help set sort of the course for where we want to go. But most of my time is doing meetings. Most of my time is trying to make sure that everything's going right with other people and making sure that we know what's going on and coordinating everything. So it's really essential to have that team behind you. And I think that's in any sort of leadership role is to be able to communicate, delegate and time management. Yeah. Wow. Do you pick like everybody in your cabinet or is that something in like, like, do you have a lot of control over that? Yeah. So we can actually pretty much make what our cabinet, like what we want it to look like. Um, there's a few required positions. So our treasurer is required as, as they should be. Yeah. Um, and then a student general counsel is also required. Those are the only two required cabinet positions. Um, the student general counsel is basically like the chief legal advisor, like an attorney general like figure for student government. They work with the office of general counsel a lot. They make, we are a nonprofit. We're a 501c3. So we have to make sure that we don't do any partisan activities or seats or like legislation. Uh, if we do political activities, it has to be education only and nonpartisan education. So making sure that we're abiding by our 501c3 policies, making sure that we're abiding by our governing documents, our constitution and compiled code. Um, and then from there, it's really what we want it to look like. Uh, we decided that we were going to do more of a team-based model. Some people have different thoughts and each administration changes and it's whatever sort of works for the president and vice president. Um, even some presidencies look different with, between the sort of power dynamics between the president and vice president. I consider Jackie like my full partner. I run everything by her. We talk all day, every day. She's like my best friend. Um, and so it's really nice having her by my side. Some administrations are not like that. Not okay. Like not everyone is going to be best friends working with people as long as they work well together. Um, we set up our cabinet the way we thought we would work best. Our chief of staff sort of is the liaison between ourselves and the rest of the cabinet. Um, she makes sure that the things that are coming to us are sort of in final form for approval and then everything rolls out effectively. And then the rest of our cabinet team is sort of the team lead. So we have a programming team, which sort of coordinates all the events and programs that we do. We have a comms team, which student outreach, student engagement, exactly what it sounds like. Um, we have a coalition engagement team, which does uh, like student org outreach, especially with identity-based orgs. We have a student organization committee, which houses our student organization funding um, and consulting for, for those groups. And then um, we also... Uh, we also have our treasurer who does some of the other stuff in government relations officer. They're sort of in the miscellaneous category with like not running a team. But yeah, that's sort of what we look, wanted it to look like. Um, it's been working great so far. I think we've been pretty effective in what we've wanted to do. But year after year, it changes. And we appoint the people. They go through a nominations process through our legislature, just like Senate advising consent. Um, and yeah, that's sort of how we get people onto the team. I, I'm curious for maybe anybody who's listening who's interested. Like, what do you think that process, like, where do you think somebody who's interested in student government at U of M or just kind of like, where do you think that they should start? So I always, 
if you're a first year student, especially at U of M, um, I always advise our first year internship program. It's some administrations have taken it as like, oh, we're going to give you like the grunt work. We're not doing that. I didn't do that. It's really just seeing what the person you're paired up with is doing, getting the lay of the land of the university, of student government, usually doing a project or two throughout the year, but also just getting a great mentor. Um, and so if student government isn't going to be your thing, like I have two interns, they're fantastic. Shout out to Bella and Zoe. Um, but like, if they're not interested in student government, I still want to be a guide for them to do what they want on campus. And so that's where I always tell people to start if you're a first year undergrad or grad. Um, outside of that, I really think getting involved in the legislature is a super good way to learn about what we do and just what student government is. We also have some positions on the executive team that I think are really just a nice intro place to start some of our commissions some of our programming teams you're not you're not getting as like thrown in as you would be if you were a policy advisor or a cabinet member um so i always say that's a good place to start and if you're on a different campus than michigan just try to reach out and talk to people and say like where did you start like anyone's always welcome to just reach out to me and talk to me and i'm always more than happy to talk to people and if people ask me where to start like I, I know I would happily walk through. I'm good friends with all the other Big Ten student body presidents. And so I know they would always like sit down, grab coffee and like talk through stuff. So yeah, I think just reaching out is always a good place to start too. But yeah. Wait, is there like a Big Ten student body president like group chat? Yeah, we do. We do. We do have a group chat. Um, we call ourselves the Big Ten baddies because, you know, we're the baddest ones around. Um, but yeah, we so there's Association of Big Ten Students, which is a group of all the Big Ten student governments. And then within that, we just made an informal like text group chat. We like group FaceTime sometimes. We just sort of you know, talk about whatever we can plan sometimes because, you know, we got, we got to let loose. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, it's it's a great group. They're all like fantastic people. They're all like super dedicated, super just can't find a better group. Yeah. Well, shout out to the Big Ten baddies then. That's really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Where do you think you got a lot of like, where did you pull the leadership experience for this? Right. Like where was some of that, you know, student government in high school, but like, where did you pull a lot of the leadership experience to be doing this kind of job? Yeah, it's really watching other people who were either in the job or in similar roles. I was really, I was really lucky to do that first year internship because then was just, and still is just a super good mentor and sort of guide for me. Um, I saw in him a president that like I could be, or I could want to be like, um, he let his team speak completely open with him. Like, and that should be what it is. But at the time where things need to be decided and if people still disagree with him after he's made a decision, they still went along with the decision that he made. And, you know, once it was time, that was it. And so that was a super good sort of example for me. Um, our student general counsel was also the president of SA student government last year. And he was always sort of a guiding figure and having him on the team and in an advisory role is super helpful. And it's still learning as I'm going. Like as much as I can say, like, like I know exactly what I'm doing. I don't. Um, and it's just sort of trying to figure out what's the best path forward. And we make mistakes all the time. We made a, like a decent mistake the other day where um, we just completely like bungled a program that we wanted to do. And it's just, it's because we just had a lack of communication and we didn't really know where or who was supposed to be doing this. And it's just figuring it out and rolling with the punches and trying to like, it's no one's fault that that happened. We just have to make sure it doesn't happen again. 
And that's sort of the thing that I try to take with me is if something happens, just learn from it and try to make sure that people are accountable for themselves. And I try to keep myself accountable too. So if I make a mistake, I will try to admit that. And if people come to me and say like, hey, I think you're wrong, I will say like, please, let's talk about this. Like, And I think that's the best thing that anyone who's trying to be in a leadership position can do is just talk through, realize your mistakes, learn from your mistakes, and try to look to people who you think are examples. Um, and so that's that's how I sort of have been trying to be. And of course, it's, you know, I'm a big West Wing fan. So you got to like lean into the Jed Bartlett of everything. So I don't know. I don't know if you've seen the West Wing at all. But if you haven't, great show. You should watch it. I've got to watch West Wing. I know yes. I have to watch West Wing. It was took AP Gov last year. And our AP oh. Gov teacher, of course, loved West Wing. One yeah. of my friends in the class binged the entire series during the class. I think what episodes did I? We watched one episode in class. It was the the Supreme Court justice like nomination one where they like yeah, yeah which was that was a really good one. And then yeah. I've seen I've just seen so many clips from the show and I'm like, this is just so good. So like I need it's to watch so it. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. Highly recommend. My favorite show. Yeah. No, because Sorkin's like we watched Trial of Chicago Seven in class too, and I was like, just okay. such good writing and like such a good production. I love Aaron Sorkin's just such a good writer. It's just he just builds up the emotion so much it's incredible yeah i love i i keep seeing this clip everywhere the scene where they like don't realize the time change and like where they're driving i think they're trying to catch a flight and they accidentally go through an area where there's a time change yes i see yes. this scene all the time and i'm like this is a master class like it really is it's just it's just witty and funny and like just super smart but also like just down to earth too like I, it's just dumb but it's so yeah. like also who would think of this yeah absolutely I gotta, I'll find it. It's probably the next, it'll be the next one on my list to like get through. Once I finish yeah, Andor, I'll be there. So good. I have to start watching that. I just, I just, I'm like trying to make my way through the Star Wars universe a little bit. Yeah. Andor's good. It's a fair, it's like it's one of the top tier ones. Okay. I'll take because your word for it. It's a political, it's actually, it's a political thriller actually, or I think it's getting okay. there. It's like yeah, Imperial Senate. Yeah. yeah. Anyways. Beyond beyond all that, I will absolutely yeah. add West Wing to the list and actually try and watch it. Um, I want to get into some of the more general questions. I love asking yeah. this to everybody on here because it just the responses vary so much and they're always so insightful. So the first one I've kind of thought of there's it's a two for one question depending on kind of what you have. So the first idea I had is like pass it on, which is essentially if you've received a piece of advice, college, high school, whatever that you from somebody that you want to basically continue on the trend of giving that advice to the next people, you can do that. Or if you have that, or if you just want to add to that, just like an ultimate tip for somebody going into college and just kind of this phase of life. Yeah, um, I said this at convocation, and I'll say it again, because I really do believe in it. But take advantage of everything the school has to offer. It's going to be impossible especially at a place like michigan because of the size but if something's offered to you just you should i'm not going to say always but almost always say yeah um it's just you get so much out of it and you get so much out of just talking to people and taking advantage of all the experiences like we have so we have such a good theater program like go to a play we have a, an amazing engineering program like check out m city which is on north campus it's like a nice like design city for of like the future and 
you know, we have all the sports and yeah, football is great. I love football games, but go to a volleyball game. Like they're super fun um, and they're free. Like just try to take advantage of everything. Pick up a daily article and like try to write an op-ed or just pick up a piece of daily, like actual paper news. Like I have some of them hanging up in my room that I think are like cool uh, front pages. So I think there's so much out there. It's just, if someone asks you to do something, say yeah because it will most likely turn out to be either good or you can learn from it and say like, you know, that was a good experience, but not again. Yeah, that's a really good piece of advice. It is already I've experienced that so much at U of M of all the different things going on. Um, my first year writing class is a class called Great Performances. It's like complete like one for one. And that means that like every couple of weeks we get to go to a show at Hill. So like I was so excited when I picked that class because it got it was like a really good way for me to like already get into a lot of the different performances. So we're seeing yeah. Ann Arbor Symphony tomorrow. I know we're seeing um, Little Shop of Horrors in November. Awesome. Um, so like... It, that's just such a cool experience of like kind of getting out there and because it's not like I like the symphony I don't think I would have gone and seen some of these shows independently but it's yeah really cool exactly to like go and do that and get to write about it as a yeah. class yeah and what's what's better than like you know being forced to do something for a class yeah, yeah. Nothing. but Nothing. you know you know what I mean you know what I mean I, it is and, and I'm excited too I have I know the first game of, at hockey is this weekend and I'm excited to go see that or I, I'll I don't be I'll miss the first one because of the symphony which is such a fun sentence to say but um I'll be definitely going to a game at Yoast, definitely trying to go to volleyball, soccer, do all the fun yes. other sports stuff. That is the one thing I have not done yet that is top of my list is go to a hockey game. I yeah. have yet to go to one. I kind of got a little cut off sophomore year, so but you know, it's on my list. I will be going to a hockey game this year. So if you see me, say hi. Totally will. Totally will. That would be fun. Um, so I'm curious, uh, another question, like, because I've talked to a lot of people and, and I started this show before I went to college, but like, what were your expectations going to college and how is it basically how did the reality compare? You had, a, you had a weird, like COVID wise, I know that definitely changed a lot. Yeah, I mean, in general, though, the expectation for me was it's going to be unforgiving. It's professors are going to be these daunting, like rigid figures, and the workload is going to be ridiculous. I, and that's just not true like professors are awesome like there's a reason they're in education like there's a reason that honestly they're at michigan because we have a reputation for being so student focused like they want to help students i had a professor in discussion today who came into class because uh we're a 120 person lecture and he wants to get to know everyone and so he went around the room the entire discussion section and just talked to everyone and got to know them a little bit it's like, that's the type of professor that's at Michigan. And that's the type of professor that's at most schools. Um, it's just sometimes they're not going to come to class and ask you questions about yourself. You have to go to office hours, talk to them. But beyond that, I think you just you learn to adapt and handle the workload. Like, yes, it is a lot. Uh, but you're not preparing for college apps. You're not preparing for all day classes anymore. So you have time to focus on yourself. You have time to develop yourself like professionally and develop yourself like socially too. Like I also came coming in, thought the expectation for social life, especially at Michigan, was going to be like frats and tailgates and that kind of thing, which is not for me. And def but it, it definitely exists and it's definitely a positive experience for a lot of people. Um, it's just not for me. Like going into college, I didn't drink. I still don't really. Um, and I had horrible social anxiety. So going to a huge party where I did not know anyone did not appeal to me. Um, so, you know, I found my group of friends. I will go to like house parties sometimes where I know people. I just have movie nights with friends sometimes i'm involved in like a pre-professional frat which gave me a social life and professional network which is a super good experience um uh, not the super short answer that you're looking for but like again it just goes back to experience everything so yeah it's 
Like you will find the place that you fit in on college, whether that's going to the huge parties. Like I have friends who love that. Like my Jackie love is in a sorority and she loves going to the frats and that's for her, but that's not for me. And so um, I found the place that I fit into. And I think most people do. And if you don't, you might have to try a little harder, but you definitely will. Yeah, absolutely. I, it's like, I really like that. Um, it is true. Like there is Michigan is big enough that there are, I think, slices for everybody here. Yeah. No matter like what you're interested in i've definitely experienced that too and it's really cool so yeah absolutely yeah i'm curious if you can think back to your to your dorm experience um yeah. do you have a dorm room essential something people should have in their dorms okay super short answer a comfy blanket like like a super comfy blanket like doesn't have to be like a comforter but just a nice like fuzzy blanket that you can wrap around yourself um yeah, yeah. that's it <laughs> love it yep winter is coming absolutely yes. um kind of going back to earlier college experience as well i'm curious your take on the the best dining hall and also beyond dining halls maybe just some of the best like restaurants or bites of food that you had in ann arbor yeah best dining hall and this is inarguable like i you can't even fight with me on this because it's just the fact is south quad is the best dining hall really? i will stand by that forever i will stand by that um widest variety best food like you know i might be a little biased because i lived in south quad but no i'm not because it's it's better than the rest of them um but yeah uh also south quad has fresh squeezed orange juice so how can you beat that wait they do um, yeah so not every day but some days yeah they bring it in so can't beat south quad i live in west and i go to south every day and i did not know this but i do now so i'll be yeah. that I think it's like, I don't know, they started it when I was the freshman, sort of like a little bit later than now. Um, but they'll they'll do it, hopefully. If they don't, then that's really sad. And I will use my student government abilities to advocate <laughs> for that. Um, best bite of food, like sort of in Ann Arbor, best restaurant that I like. Oh, that's tough. So that's really tough. There's a lot of really good restaurants in Ann Arbor. I think just because of the sort of memories I have with the restaurant, I'll go Jamaican Jerk Pit. Um, it's right across from the mlb super good like great food i'm a vegetarian so they have a lot of vegetarian options too um been there a lot with friends been there a lot with some really good people so they're also super nice in there um and you can just talk to them while you wait for their food like your food and i went in there like a couple of weeks ago and they're like oh yeah it's gonna be like a 40 minute wait and I was just talking to them the whole time. Um, so yeah, I like great restaurant. I highly recommend if you haven't been there. I've not been there. I don't think I've heard of that one yet, but that's it's going oh. on the list of restaurants. So I'll definitely yes, have to make a absolutely make an excursion, maybe this weekend. Yeah. Honorable mentions would definitely be Baba Dari's, the Mediterranean place on like Packard. It's like Packard and Hill, like kind of near the Ford area. Um, and then also, uh, where else is right? Frito Petitos, like uh, good burgers. So, you know. Yeah, absolutely. I'm curious, this is going all the way back to high school. Do you yes. have a high school memory that you still think about? Something that still comes to mind? There are a couple, but I think the one I most think about is sort of the last time I hung out with my friend group before we all went to college. It was just like, you know, good memories, good times. I just, I don't talk to them as much as I, you know, would like or would thought I would, but I always just think back to that and like, I'm, I have a good group. Like I still, I can just call them anytime and they'd pick up and we'd pick up right where we left off. And I think that was just sort of a good send off. It was like two days before I left and we were all just hanging out all night. That's cool. That's really cool. There's something, there's yeah. something to a nice high school friend you can still keep in touch with. 
Yeah. Yeah. I am, I'm building basically, I have the student council's tool survival playlist. So usually I update it every episode. Okay. I'm curious, do you have a song to add to this playlist, a song that maybe got you through a period of school or life or anything like that? Yeah. So I use this song to sort of hype me up before I have to like do any public events. I used like before the debates last year, I used this song to hype me up. Like if I have to do public speaking, I'll like go out there. If I'm like working out, this will be the first song I listen to. And it's the reason for it is super nerdy because I'm a, I'm a big Mets fan. And this is the song that Jacob deGrom uses to warm up. It's Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. It's a great song. Don't get me wrong. I love Leonard Skinner. I, I'm a big classic rock guy, but that's sort of the reason behind it. It just makes me feel like a cool like MLB pitcher, like walking to the mound and warming up. Um, but yeah, definitely Simple Man, Leonard Skinner. Love it. Very cool. Um, the last question. This has been so great to talk to you and I'm so excited to hear yeah. this. What would you tell your freshman self in high school and then your freshman self in college? Yeah, I think I wouldn't tell myself that different things between freshman me in high school and college. I think high school, I just tell myself, like, you'll grow up. Don't try to rush it. Like, you will grow up. Um, take the time of being a kid. And freshman me in college, uh, I think it's things will work out. Like, don't be too hard on yourself. Like, I, I, so sophomore year i could have definitely taken this advice freshman year too but you know i auditioned for mock trial i did not get in um i applied to ford i did not get in i think those are just really good things for me though because things have just worked out i love where i'm at and if i was in there i think i would love it too but it's just things will work out and try not to be too hard on yourself try to take every outcome with a learning experience and a positive mentality yeah it's not always easy like you can be upset for a little while but then like realize move on bro Absolutely. It's the, the Ted Lasso be like thinking of like, you know, be upset about it now and then you can kind of be a goldfish and move yeah, on. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 That's really good. I like the you will grow up. That's a real like, I really like that piece of advice. Yeah. I think just don't try to speed it along. Like enjoy being your age because you'll never be that age again. Like it's something stupid and cheesy, but at the same time, like just in, like enjoy your time being you. You're not here for that long. And yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Noah, that's kind of the end of the, a lot of the interview. The last question I have is, do you have anything to plug, anything at all to share, to send the audience to? I will plug all the CSG stuff because I think it's important that people are connected. You know, if you ever need to reach out to me or any of my team, like, or just have any ideas, want to get involved, bsg.contact at umich.edu follow us on instagram um underscore csg follow us on twitter um csg no underscore like keep engaged um that's what i'll plug absolutely it's really good pieces of plugs well noah thank you so much for coming on it's been such a joy to talk to you and like hear about all your advice and everything it has been a pleasure and i am glad i was able to share and hopefully some of it's insightful or useful or you know if not entertaining but thank you so much for having me yeah, thank you. I can bump into you on campus at some point. We can meet yeah. up. You'll see you at a hockey game. That'd be fun. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, thank you so much, Noah. Uh, and thank you, listener, for listening to another episode of the Student Council. I have been Carter Dvorak. That has been Noah Zimmerman. Noah, do you have any other parting words, anything else you want to say before we head out? I'll just say enjoy life, stay relaxed, and work hard. Absolutely. Absolutely. If you want to find a Student Council, first of all, go to all the CSG stuff. Find all of that stuff first, but then go to Stuco 
Tukopod on Instagram. You can contact us. Our email is tukopod at gmail.com. Any questions, any guest suggestions, anything you want me to cover. I wish you the best of luck and the best of times in all of your educational endeavors. The Student Council is adjourned.